0: Hi everyone, it's Liam Naden here again, thanks for joining me in this episode and today we're going to cover another interesting problem that many people face when they're trying to save their marriage and I often get asked by people, especially people considering enrolling in my Stop Your Divorce program, which is of course the one on how to save your marriage when your spouse doesn't want to, but people ask me, will it work? Will this program work if my spouse not only doesn't want to save my marriage, but if they've already left? And what do I do to save my marriage if my spouse, my husband or wife, they've already moved out and they're demanding a divorce? And really, can I save my marriage in that situation? Can I get my husband or wife back, or is it too late? And that's what we're going to talk about today. That's why the subject is, my spouse has left. Is it too late to save my marriage? Now, if you're in that situation where your husband or wife has packed their bags, moved out, or they filed for divorce, and they seem to be moving on with their life without you, then this podcast episode is for you. And I hope to give you, some, not only to answer some of the questions you probably have about the situation, but also to give you some things that you should and should not do if you want to save your marriage in this situation. Now, firstly... Let me say that if you are in this situation, I know just how devastating it really is. I mean, having your husband or wife move out brings a sense of reality, doesn't it, to the fact that your marriage really might be over. You know, you might have talked about ending your marriage for weeks or even months. And you yourself might have been trying extremely hard to get your husband or your wife to stay. You might have even tried counselling. But when the two of you are no longer living together, well, that's when it really does feel like the end, doesn't it? It's it's the end of the dreams, all your memories, the things you shared together, and the things in the future that you would have wanted to share with them as well. So you, of course, are going to feel at a very low ebb. And at the same time, Not only are you feeling at your worst, but this is the time when you have to make decisions, very important decisions, decisions about your life, your future, and about what it really might mean, might mean to be single again. But, you know, if you're in this place, there are a few things that you really need to remember, and I think these will help you. Firstly, you really do need to accept that where you are right now and how you feel is where you are yeah you, you know and you are feeling terrible and your life looks bleak and of course anyone in your situation is going to feel that way it's totally natural so it's important not to deny it not to fight it it's it's where you are you're at a low ebb things aren't good and a little later on in this podcast i'm i'm going to give you some ideas on how to move on from this place of sadness and and maybe even despair but the first step is to simply acknowledge that that's how you feel, and that really there's nothing wrong with that. All right, the second thing to realize when you're in this position is that it's never too late to save your marriage. Seriously, and that's that's the answer, really, to the question that's in the title of this podcast. Is it too late to save my marriage? And the truth is, it's never too late to save your marriage. And I mean that. It is the truth. I mean, there are people who've got back together weeks, months, sometimes even years after they've separated. You know, people have even got divorced and remarried to someone else, and then got back with their ex- ex-wife ex or husband. Now, obviously, you don't want to wait years to get your husband or wife to come back to you, but you just need to know that it can and does happen. So if it is never too late to save your marriage, even if after your husband or or wife has already left, why is that? Why is it never too late? Why am I saying it's never too late? Even It could take years, but it's never too late. Well, the answer really comes down to the third thing to keep in mind, which is that there really are only two reasons why you can't save your marriage. And I have covered this in previous podcasts. But I really believe this, that no matter what the details of your situation, including if your spouse has already left you and moved on, there really are only two reasons why you possibly can't save your marriage. And number one is when you decide that you actually don't want to save your marriage. You know, maybe as time goes on, and this happens a lot, but maybe as time goes on, you, re- you might realize you weren't actually as happy being married to the person as you thought you were. Or in your new life without them, you're actually finding greater happiness with someone else or somewhere else. You know, that's, and if you come to that conclusion, that's a good thing because at the end of the day, remember the most important outcome for your life is that you are happy. All right, and the other reason why you can't save your marriage is very simply that you give up trying, that you stop trying, that you don't do everything that you, and you don't just keep going until you get the outcome that you want. Okay, well, and the fourth thing to keep in mind is this. If your husband or wife, and I want you to really think about this one, but if your husband or wife loved you once, then they certainly can love you again. Now, of course, people change. New people come in and out of our lives all the time. And different things can happen and things that can upset the apple cart, so to speak. But the truth remains that the emotions that your spouse felt for you once, they can feel them again so that's something to bear in mind too when you think about this alright so with these things in mind and most importantly realizing that you can save your marriage even if your husband or wife has left in other words that it's never too late what should you do and what should you not do if you find yourself in this situation well what I'm going to outline here are five key things you can do that will make a big difference to your situation and really going to get things moving in the right direction which is bringing the two of you back together. Alright so the first thing, the first of these five things, it's very important not to panic. Now I know this can be the hardest thing in the world to do. You know this is a very stressful and emotional time. If they've already left and you're left holding the, the fort as it were, I know it's very very stressful but remember what I said earlier, you can save your marriage in fact really it's pretty inevitable that you will if you continue to really want to save it and if you never give up until you do so knowing this you don't need to panic and you not only feel better when you don't panic but you're in a far more effective position to deal with the situation in a better way you're going to be making better decisions people are going to respond to you better as well One of those people who's going to respond to you better is your spouse. So that's the first thing. Try not to panic over the situation. All right, the second thing. Stop looking backwards. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, where you are now is where you are now. And when you start looking back at what has happened to bring you to this point in your marriage, or or this point of separation, what are you really doing? Well, what you're really doing when you're reliving the past is you're going to be creating feelings that are not good feelings. you're going to be creating feelings like blame, which not only blaming your spouse but maybe blaming yourself as well. you're going to be bringing up feelings like guilt, anger, regret, resentment, you know bitterness, depression, all of these things, and none of them are going to help your situation one bit and in fact. I can pretty well guarantee that they're going to make things worse. So by looking backwards, all you're really going to do is bring out these negative emotions which are only going to make things worse. So that's step number two. Make sure you stop looking back at the past. And of course, step number three, which is really the opposite of that, is to start looking forwards. And this really means you know, to focus on the future that you really want to have. So what is the future that you want to have? Well, obviously the future you want to have... I'm presuming is that you want to be happily married to your husband or your wife. And remember again, I'm making this point again, the only two reasons why this won't happen are if at some point you decide you don't want it to happen or if you give up until you get there. So see the outcome that you want as being a certainty because it really can be a certainty. And when you do that, you're not only going to be happier Which is really, really important, obviously the most important thing, but you're going to be more positive and you're going to be more in control of your life. And all of those things put you in a much, much better space to actually get your husband or wife back. All right, step number four, the next thing, this really comes as a result of the previous three, but what step number four is, is that you've got to be positive, not negative, when you're around your husband or your wife. Now, this means to be pleasant to them, to be cheerful, to be upbeat, and to be optimistic. (laughs) It doesn't mean to be weak, and it doesn't mean to give in to everything they say or want. Some people make that mistake. Some people think, well, if I just do everything that they want me to do, maybe they'll want to come back. No, that's not what this means at all. It doesn't mean to be weak. It doesn't mean to give in to everything they say or want. It doesn't even mean to condone or forgive their behavior. But what it does mean is that you don't allow any negative feelings or energy to creep into any dealings that you have with them. Okay? Now, of course, it, this is going to be very hard to do. I'm sure it is. I know it is. But hopefully with the ideas and information I've already given to you in this podcast, you know, you're you already starting to see that you're going to be in a much better position to be able to be more cheerful, more, more positive. And when you are positive, polite, and cheerful around them, that is going to make a big impression on them. And, you know, this is true that even if you don't particularly feel positive at times, do your best to to really... it's it's really transferring some positive energy onto them, rather than negative energy. It's going to make a big difference. Alright, and step number five, the last thing, when you're in the situation when your spouse has already left, and, of course, these things apply as well, even if they haven't left, but, you, but they're still resisting you in, in terms of staying together. But the last thing to do is get out there and begin creating a great life for yourself. You know, pick yourself up, do some new things, do some things that you love to do, maybe some of them that you haven't done for a while. Surround yourself with people who are going to make you feel good rather than people who make you feel bad and start to take some action too to create your own positive future. Now when you start doing that, two things are going to happen. Firstly, you're going to feel much better by starting to take control of your life and seeing a positive thing positive things happening in your life rather than all the all the negativity that's around a marriage breakup. Once you see some positive things starting to happen in your life, you're going to be much happier. You're going to feel better. And in fact, you might even Begin to enjoy your life so much that you realize you are much happier not being married to your husband or your wife. And you know for some people divorce becomes the best thing that ever happened to them. And after a while they think how could I have ever expected to be happy being married to that person in the first place. We weren't really suited to each other. You know, I thought I was happy but now I know the true meaning of being happy. And I realize that I'm not really going to be happy with them. Now, I know that's not the outcome that you're wanting right now, and I'm not even suggesting it's the outcome that you should have. But the truth is that when you start focusing on your own happiness, you are going to start feel better, and that's that's obviously a very, very good thing. But the other thing that happens when you start focusing on your own life, on your own future, and really working to be as happy and positive as you can, what happens is that you become who you really are. And there's something really interesting about people who act as they truly are, they're, they're, if you like, from their true selves. Because who you really are is very, very attractive. When you live totally honestly and true to yourself, you're very, very attractive. And you're very attractive to the world. But when your spouse starts seeing you living a great life, and you being happy, they're going to start to think. and they're also going to start maybe seeing you as being much more attractive than you are now because you're being your true, happy, real self. And they might well start asking themselves, what am I missing out here? Why aren't I with this person? Why am I not a part of their great life? And maybe I've made a mistake here. Maybe I've miscalculated or forgotten what a great person they actually are. So, That's a very, very important step. Step number five is to get out there, discover who you are, be yourself, and create as happy a life as you can. Okay, so those are five very powerful things that you can do to begin working on saving your marriage, even when your spouse has already left. And of course, as I've said many times, I know it can be very hard. Of course it's hard, but you know you can do it. You know, again, I mentioned this point a little earlier, but I think if you were to ask a person who's been through real adversity in their life, and think about this, people have had really devastating things happen to them. And that, of course, can include very messy divorces or, you know, tragic ends to a marriage. I think a lot of those people, if you really ask them, would agree that the worst things that happen in our lives very often turn out to be the best things. And I really believe in this, having been through this myself, that you know, it's through our adversity, through our hard times, through our struggle, that we actually grow. And we be, when we grow, we become stronger. We become better. We become more aware. We, become, we, we start to live less through our fears and more through our true self. And the better the person that we are, the better the life we're going to attract. It's inevitable. It really does work that way. So, just think about that. the better the person you are, you know it was also written some a long time ago. very wise words. this too shall pass you know, and think and and bad times do pass, but how you deal with bad times determines what the good times are actually like, and the more you deal with adversity and you 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 work on yourself through it, you really you really try to be to be strong and positive, then the stronger the person that you become, and the better the person you become, and you attract to you a better life when the good times come around again, as they will. Alright, so that's about what we've got, all we've got time for today. That's uh, on our subject, my spouse has left, is it too late to save my marriage? I think you know by now that the answer is it's never too late. It's just about doing the right things and stopping doing the wrong things. And a lot of it is to do with your own mental attitude. What you believe and what you focus on and and the strength that you can build in your own mind to, to see it through until you get the outcome that you want. So I hope you found the ideas in this podcast useful. Remember, if you really are facing the end of your marriage, if you've really got these struggles happening, I would love to be able to help you. And I have two programs that really are very very effective. One's my Stop Your Divorce How to save your marriage when your spouse doesn't want to and that's very very specific on getting your spouse to want to come back to you. It's a quick solution, very powerful. And the other one is my more in-depth program Save Your Marriage Relationship Transformation and that really shows you how to put together a relationship, a marriage, get rid of the problems and the kinks and put it together on a much more solid foundation. So please have a look at that. The information for both of those is on my website which is www.liamnaden.com and you'll find all the information there. So thanks again for listening. I, I hope you got some value from this as I said. I hope to see you on one of my programs maybe so I can really help you in a deep way. I look forward to hearing from you soon. All the best, and bye for now.